Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, it's Unique and welcome to another episode of Dear Black Girl. Now, before we start today's episode, I gotta remind you guys, May 8th, market calendars. Go to Dear Black Girl Pod on Instagram. Hit that link in our bio to RTP for the We Major event. Now we're highlighting some really dope, dynamic women within the music industry, and you don't want to miss it. Plus, it's an open bar that's sponsored by Cavarcia. If you're in the New York area, hit that RTP link. We're like two weeks away. Don't want to miss this. Now, today's guest is a very special guest that a lot of you have seen on Love & Hip Hop Miami, and you probably knew her before that via Instagram. Her name is Taylor Hing, but y'all all all know her as Chinese Kitty. Yes. Hey. What's up? So for people that don't know about you, tell them a a little bit about yourself. Well, me, I'm 23 years old. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I traveled around the world when I was younger. My mom used to go everywhere. So, you know, I got a little bit of everywhere in me. I got a little bit of Atlanta and a little bit of L.A., just everything. So I'm just very cultured. Um, I have a son, and he's two years old now. And I'm an artist right now, and I'm a new female artist, and I'm just working and grinding to get into the the next spot, you know. So, so that's a little bit about me. So what made you want to get into music? Um, music is something that I always wanted to do. I just never really believed in myself before until, you know, I had the right person behind me, the right people behind me pushing me to do something that I always wanted to do. So, yeah. And I know you're a mommy. A mommy. You're actually our third mommy we've ever had. Really? Yes. And what's motherhood taught you so far? Motherhood has made me the most um, hardworking person that I could ever be. Like before I had him, I just really wasn't focused on anything. And then, you know, being a mother has really just pushed me to like literally never stop grinding. So, yeah. Number five. Okay. So number five, I would do Drake, Child's Play. Mm -hmm. Um, That song just reminds me of me because I just feel like. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty girl, you know, guys are cool, but sometimes you really just got to like really show them like you're, you're that chick. Like they're cool, but everything is about you. You get what I'm saying? So he just really explains like, you know, we're, you know, girls have fun and we do what we want to do sometimes. So that's definitely me. So was there ever that moment where you had to explain that to a guy because he wasn't understanding Oh, yeah. Most, most, actually, a guy that I used to talk to used to just play that song for me every time. Like, this is you. This is you. Child's play. This is you. You just never, you always want to play games. But I'm like, you can never just give a guy what they want. So that, that, that is why I like that song. Because it really just explains, like, girls who just know what their worth is. Mm -hmm. And, like, guys are just like, yeah, you're there. So who are one of the people that helped instill you knowing that you're worth more than what anybody can ever tell you? Um, me. Me and only me. Oh, I mean, like, my mom, of course. But I really had to learn that on my own. Like, you know, your parents are always tell you, you know, you know, guys are, you know, you're the woman. You're, you, should st- you should stand up for yourself. And But I really had to learn that on my own. So 
I'd say me. Oh, that's powerful because a lot of girls can't teach themselves that. <laughs> well, when you go through a lot of things, you're going to teach yourself that after a while, yeah. All right, so let's get into song number four. Okay, song number four, I would pick 20-something by SZA. I love SZA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she just, I love her too. She just really explains, like, us girls that don't have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, we're going to get there. Like, you get what I'm saying? So, 20-something, it's just like, it's me. I'm 23. I don't have everything together. I'm not perfect. And I'm getting there. I'm grinding to get there. So, you know, like I said, I'm a young mom. I'm a new female artist. You know, I don't make the right choices all the time. So 20-something just really reminds me of me. Like, she just really explains, like, she's a girl, you know? She makes mistakes, but this is who she is. I remember reading somewhere that when you first found out you were pregnant, your mom was your biggest support system. Yeah. How how important was that for you, for her to be like, it's okay, we got this, we're going to get... Yeah, at first my mom was so against it, but it was just like, I knew I was going to have the baby, like, regardless. So she just was like, okay, I'm going to have to support her. And, you know, I didn't have the male support that I needed. So she was like the male support. You know, Mm -hmm. she was there. Like, when I was just depressed, she just always kept me going. Like, even after I had him, you know, I think most girls go through um, post-traumatic. post post, Yeah, post what is it? Postpartum? Yeah. Yes. There we go. And I definitely was going through that, like, heavy. So she was just like, that's when she really came my support system because, you know, me having him and trying to get back into my career, it was so hard. Like, I just felt like I wanted to give up. But she just was like, no, I have four kids and I never gave up. So, you know, I really thought it was over for me after one child. You know, you don't have people around you with kids. I'm that young. You know, I was 21. Mm-hmm. So it was just like... I thought the world was going to end, but she definitely was there. That's powerful because a lot of women feel like when they get pregnant so early in their career, before they get to the level they want to be on, it's it's quiet for them. Like, their life is ruined. And it should never feel that way. It should always be a blessing. Like, this is going to make me work 10 times harder. That's a fact. That's a fact. And like you said, that's what he did for you. That's a fact. Um, So, also talk about, let's talk about the um, postpartum because... That's something that's not really talked about. It's not. For it young really mothers. Yeah. And so what was that like for you during that time? Uh, it was like a really dark place. I, it, I was in a dark place, especially being a new mom. Like, I just felt like I had to be strong or I was going to be like a weak mother. But then I also felt like a weak person for being this young and having a baby and not having the father in my life. And, you know, especially the fact that people knew who I was. So it's just like I was constantly getting judged like, oh, how are you such and such? You have this amount of followers and you were supposed to be doing this. You were supposed to be here. But your baby father didn't even want to be in your life. So it just was like on top of me going through what I was going through, not having the support that I needed, not having the money that I needed. It was just like, on top of that, social media will bring you down too. But, you know, as a mother, like I said, you have this thing in you where you're just like, you cannot stop, like, no matter what. And that was the only thing that kept me going. So, you know, people would be like, oh, why did you hop back into nightlife? Or why did you do this after you know after you had your kid? But as a mother, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do. Like, I don't care. I don't respect women that feel like they have a child and they just don't, you know, they give up their, their lives for their child and they just don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. They don't. No, you have to because 
when they're older, they're going to respect that person that was grinding for them more than the person that just sat on their ass. And that's what really made me get up and feel like I have to do what I have to do. So you're so strong. <laughs> so thank <powerful>. you. <laughs> um, let's get into song number three. Okay, song number three. Let me see. I would say it would be um, Erica Badu, Tyrone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. That reminds me of my first relationship I was ever in, Mm -hmm. which I think that relationship made me the person who I am today. You know, it was just like I had a boyfriend that, you know, he chose his friends over me. He chose the girls in the street over me. We lived together. I was so young. He literally like changed my life into making me the strong person that I am today because it was so much messed up stuff that he did to me. And that song kind of just reminds me of like, Get your, get your, get, get, get your, your ass shit. on. Like, get, <laughs> get, get on. Yeah. Get, get your friends and get out of here. Because I'm the one that's doing all... The, I'm literally paying half the bills doing, the, doing, doing things that women shouldn't have to do. So at this point... Keep it moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that song right there literally reminds me of him. He is Tyrone. Like, <laughs> call your friends, get up on my house, and keep it moving. So, yeah. So when did you first get introduced to that song? Um, When I was a little kid, my mom used to always play it because she was always going through heartbreaks with my father and my stepdad. And so it was just like something that I just grew up on. But then mm-hmm. I actually got to live through it myself when I was... 19 years old so so when that happened did you pop in erica like hold up <laughs> erica got a point he That's gotta get out <laughs> i used to literally just watch her perform that song like uh, tears in my eyes like this is me i need to tell his ass to get on like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so definitely that song definitely relates to me so what's when it what's what do you want your legacy to be um i just want you know, what I've been explaining a lot is people judge me off of how I started my career and, you know, everything that they've known me for, like IG and, you know, being on social media. And I, what I really want people to know is like you could really just put your put just do whatever you feel like is best for you. You get what I'm saying? So people judge me and say, oh, you started off as a model. Now you want to be an artist. And I'm just like at the I started doing that because I had no one behind me to be like, yo, if this is what you really want to do, do it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And what I'm trying to tell people is whatever you have your, whatever you put your mind to, do it. Don't let what people think of you. Don't let what someone says you're supposed to do. Don't let nothing, none of those things stop you from who you are and what you want to be and where you want to go. So I want my legacy to be to I want women to know that they can do whatever they please and want to do so yeah why do you feel like people try to give Instagram models such a bad like a bad representation because I feel like here's the thing with with modeling on Instagram and just social media period they feel like it's a easy rate uh, easy way to Guess get to the top. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I don't know, get to the top, but like, I think regular people look at it like, oh, because she's she's pretty, she can get this and she can get that. And honestly, I didn't seen girls that's like, just like regular pretty girls, and you know they do what they want to do. Like, I just feel like people look at Instagram models and they look at it and be like, oh, she's only here because she was 
sleeping with this guy or this guy and that. And it's just like you do. They believe anything they see on the internet, and it's just it's a lot. So I feel like a lot of them fail to realize that that helping help open the gateway to like black women that couldn't get modeling contracts. That's a fact. That is definitely a fact. That and even like girls like um India Love, like you know she's a she's short. She has big old boobs. You know. People would be like, oh, yeah, she's definitely not going to be a model. But this girl has literally done ads that supermodels would be doing or mm-hmm. are doing. I, she did a thing with Will I Am with Kendall Jenner. That would never happen if it wasn't for Instagram or something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely what you said is true. Yeah. Song number two. Okay, song number two. Okay. I can curse on you, right? Yes. It's, okay. It's <laughs> Illest Bitch Alive from Wale. I and, love that song. Yeah. Off of, wait, Ambition, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that song is just me, period. Like, if you just listen to that song, it's me. Like, you know, he's talking about just strong females, just women, period. Like, you know, women with kids, women without kids, women working nine to fives, women working hard, women dancing, women. Just those, just strong women, period. And just, it... That song just speaks to me. It makes me want to cry every single time. But, yeah. What's one of the greatest lessons you've learned so far throughout your career? Okay, my greatest lesson is to definitely never do something thinking that, you know, it's going to... Okay, so here's the thing. I I signed up to something that I felt like was going to make me a bigger platform. You Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And sometimes... It won't work in the favor that you want it to. You get what I'm saying? And I, what I want, what what I learned in my lesson is just to never jump automatically for the first opportunity that you feel like is right for you. Like you, I feel like I just have to learn how to think things out and make the right choices at the right time versus just hopping on something like, oh, this opportunity, I have to take this. You get what I'm saying? It won't always work in the best way that you want it to. And that's something I definitely learned. And That's something that everyone has to learn. Yeah. Because, like, I've experienced that as well. Yeah. Like, just, you know what? Maybe I should wait to see what else comes my way before, like, oh, this is the end-all, be-all. Yep. That's a fact. Yeah. So, so far throughout your musical journey what's been some obstacles you had to overcome if you've had any thus far my well, i'm sorry say that again have you had any obstacles so far chasing your dreams of being an artist of course i mean every day i get like of course i get you know hateful comments like you know this music thing isn't your passion and you know i have people that been you know, rapping since they were born and people like, you know, and they'll be coming at me like, oh, you're not taking this serious. You're just doing this because of love and hip hop or this and that. And I'm just like, no, you just know me now because of love and hip hop, but you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? So those things, what my, what my whole thing is, I'm just trying to get people to stare away from me just being that pretty girl, like actually understand me as an artist, as a person, you know what I'm saying? And it's working for me now. Now that I, like I said, when you keep going at something, people it's gonna, just... It's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to just have, it's going to force the hand for people to just respect what you're doing, period. And it was like that for me my whole life when my mom just didn't understand what I, what I wanted to do. I wanted to be bigger than a person that sat behind a desk. I wanted to be... She never got that. You get what I'm saying? So I had to make her respect that, you know? And then now it's like, 
oh, we're going to love and hip hop together and this and that. So now with this music stuff, I'm never going to stop and I'm going to make people respect who I am. And yeah. So what was the guiding decision that made you realize, let me try out love and hip hop to see how it'll help my career? Well, uh, it's funny because um, they had like the whole show already casted and done. And me and my mom was actually in Miami. My mom lives in Miami. We were working on this other show that they had. It wasn't Love and Hip Hop, though. It was a whole other show. And it was like um, women in Miami, basically, like boss women in Miami or whatever. And she was on the show. And, you know, me being her daughter with all the followers, they were like, well, let's do her. So I don't know. I guess, you know, they uh, Love and Hip Hop got wind of this new show that was going to be right, Mm -hmm. which never aired. And, you know, they were like, who are these girls? And they asked one of the people on the show, which is my mom's best friend, to bring us on the show. Right. And so, you know, they had a meeting with us and they just literally fell in love. And that was that. But, you know, people be like, oh, well, why didn't she have enough enough? Um. Enough show, enough uh, spotlight. Yeah, spotlight in the show. It was just like you know, I don't. It don't. It doesn't really bother me because I already know that the show was already like cast, set, set in me. They already recorded their first episode. They just was missing a little bit of spice, and you know, everything happens for a reason. So yeah. So can we talk about the first time you got behind a mic? <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course. The first time, let me think about the first time. Yes, the first time I ever got behind the mic was with my ex, the same ex I was talking about, okay. Tyrone. You don't have to name yeah. who that his, is. His name now is Tyrone. His name is Tyrone. So, he, he's, he's always surrounded by the music industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told him I wanted to try it, right? So, I got in the studio one time and I made this horrible song. (laughs) It was my first time rapping. So it was just like, I thought it sounded cute, but it was terrible. But I mean, it still told me like, I'm going to do this. Like I can do it. So then my second time recording was with Lil Scrappy Mm -hmm. and it was on the show or whatever. And that point, that's when I'm like, oh no, I'm not playing any games anymore. Like I'm doing this. Like this is for me. Like there's nothing else for me, but this, this is the only thing that, drives me wakes me up in the morning like i gotta do this i gotta do that you know so the first time it was just like eh. <laughs> <laughs> i was just like whatever but yeah so song number one okay song number one is flashing lights by kanye west mm-hmm. and i feel like you know i have a really soft side to me and then i have like this diva side to me too and it just like comes out like on my shows and it comes out when I'm you know performing or when I'm hosting a party or when I'm doing a photo shoot or doing a video and it's just like that song just makes me feel like even since I was a little girl like yo you are that bitch like (laughs) you just get up in the mirror and you're like flashing lights and it's just like that is me Walk down a catwalk. That is me. That song is literally me. I love how all these songs you picked all have empowered you throughout your life, no matter what the circumstances have been. Yeah. Fashion, breakup, um, being young, a young mother, all that. Yeah, definitely. All those songs is just like, 
something that made me, yeah. And even though Child's Play is, like, short, I mean, it just came out maybe, like, a couple years ago. It's still just... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's still me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. So, what's one of the things you're really working towards as far as, like, career and life? Um. Right now, I'm just focused on music, and I'm just working towards making... I don't know, getting that one song. Yeah, going platinum, platinum. going gold in one day. Shout out to Cardi B. Like, yeah, like, just that. Who wouldn't want those goals as an artist? Every artist wants those goals. (laughs) Even males, you know? So, yeah, definitely. So, right now, I'm just working, working, working. Music, 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 music. And, you know, we can't, I can't just throw everything out at one time. But, you know, as I'm taking my slow pace, one day it'll get there. So, and I think it's dope because you're coming up in an era where women are starting to just slowly take over, especially in rap. Like, you have the Cardi's, Nikki's, and Remy, but you also have, like, the Cuban Savage. Yes. Cash Dolls. Yes. All them coming up. yes, that's a fact. Yeah. So how does it feel to be in this new revolution? I'm just happy to be a part of it. I'm happy that I jumped I I I I'm, I came out with my music at the right time. If I tried to come out like two years ago or like a year ago, they'd be like dub. <laughs> but like you said, now that it's female rap time, it's like everyone's getting heard, especially if you if your shit is fire, so yeah. So what should people expect when they pop in one of your records or come to one of your performances? Um, it's just going to be turn, period. And it's just you're going to feel the female energy when I'm on stage. You know, I did a show in South by Southwest and it was barely any female re- performances. And it was just like I felt the women in the crowd when I was there. You get what I'm saying? Like I, it was oh, it was a male show, but I felt the women in the show. Cause they were like, yes, yes, that's a <laughs> fact. So definitely, you know, you might see some, you know, twerking. You might see some jumping up and down. You're going to get everything from me. So, OK, so we're, we have to leave early because she has to listen to her record gets played for the first time on Hot 97. Yes! But before we go, you have to drop your Dear Black Girl open letter. Dear Black Girl, you're the baddest bitch. Signed, Chinese Kitty.